Tom. Come on up here, Brother Tom. Oh, he's been here before. Yes, yes, many times. My, that was good singing. Amen. Well, those are some great songs that we've sung down through the years and have been a blessing to us. And uh, I'm just glad to be with you again every once in a while. Glad to see. Now listen, this church, if you had these two, these two benches right here filled up, we'd have a full church, wouldn't we? Okay. Well, it looks, looks really good though because I have been here at times when we didn't have even half of this, this group, you know. And uh, we just praise God for the way that He's blessing you and your pastor. And what a wonderful man He is. I keep saying I'm going to come up here to visit some Sunday, just to visit, uh, and I will. I'll be slipping in one day, you know. <laughs> praise the Lord. God is good all the time, isn't He? Amen. And if I haven't met you yet, well, I'd like to meet you after service. Just shake your hand. And get acquainted. But I've met a lot of you. Well, let's look to God's Word. I don't know how long your pastor usually preaches. And usually I uh, look at my watch when I start. And I look at my watch later, but I've forgotten what it was when I looked at it the first time. So, <laughs> so, so it really doesn't do much good. <laughs> All right. Praise the Lord. God bless you, and He surely is. Well, the Bible says in Acts, the ninth chapter, so the church throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria enjoyed peace as it continued to be built up and to live in the fear of the Lord. It kept increasing in numbers. Hey, sounds like us. Through the encouragement of the Holy Spirit. Well, that sounds like what God is doing for here. Let's, let's ask God's blessing on His Word. Heavenly Father, how wonderful it is to gather in the house of the Lord to uh, sing praises and have fellowship and be strengthened so that we can go out and live the life you want us to live. Thank you, Lord, for the pastor and bless he and his wife today, O oh God. And we ask, Lord, that you'll bless us as we consider these words, that the Holy Spirit will make them real to us and we'll benefit from having been here. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Now here is a verse of Scripture which tells of the encouraged church. And uh, everybody needs encouragement, don't they? Amen. Everybody needs encouragement. I doubt that you will make it through the next week without somewhere along the line needing a little bit of encouragement to help you go on. And so this talks about an encouraged church. You know, encouraged people feel good. Encouraged people work better, and uh, they're better to be around, that's sure. <laughs> and discouraged people will wear you out. Uh, anybody here old enough to remember, and our sister is a certain age, well, I got her beat, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you about how much, but... <laughs> but uh, anybody remember the comic strip Little Abner? 
All right, all all the older people, because it's <laughs> little Abner. All right, he had all kinds of characters. Do you remember that? And funny names for all these characters. And there's one, and I can't remember his name because it was a real, it was a real strange name. I could never could pronounce it. But he was a little guy that walked around with a cloud over his head. Remember that one, huh? He, he walked around with a. I, I, it was a real funny name. You know. Anyway, he walked around with this cloud over his head, and wherever he went, he just spread gloom. You know, I knew that guy. I think I really think I knew the guy <laughs> because I remember a man when I was uh, teaching in college and 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 uh, he attended there. So he was studying for the ministry, but uh, anyway, he always he always spread gloom. He would come to me and he'd tell me all about these bad things, all about the until finally, you know, if I could see him in time, I would hide out. But he was exactly exactly like that person. So uh, encouraged people can spread a lot of cheer, but when we look at those who are discouraged, we certainly want to help them, don't we? The text tells of the people's feelings and the church's growth. Things happen when people are encouraged. Isn't that right? You get more done, you know. You house, you, you ladies, you know, that keep up a house. Well, if you're discouraged, you'll probably sit down, you know, and watch TV or something. But if you're encouraged with life, you'll get up. Boy, you'll do some extra things that you haven't done before. And you men, you'll get out and mow the yard or just whatever when you feel encouraged. So things happen when people are encouraged. And I sense that encouragement right here in this church. And I praise God for it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now I found that you can encourage people very easily, sometimes with just a smile or a kind greeting. You know, their face will light up and they'll have a spring in their step, and you will too. And I found, especially in, in more recent years, uh, I, I, if I'm at a grocery store, well, I'll just smile at everybody I see, you know, and, and sometimes give a little word of greeting. And, it's, and I get the blessing, you know. Well, they do too, I guess, because they feel a little better. And you can see a smile on their face, you know. And, 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 uh, uh, but, but I feel better just because I've smiled at them, said hello, and they've smiled back and said hello. And sometimes we have a little conversation. going. And what a blessing it is. Oh, what a ministry it is for all of us to spread some cheer and encouragement to a world that desperately needs encouragement. I'll tell you, it needs encouragement. You watch the TV and all this stuff about politics, you know, and it just wears you out. But but foolishly, i got to look the next time and see what's happening. <laughs> well, so our message today is where to find encouragement when you need it where to find it and i'm sure that everyone here has needed encouragement from time to time i know i have well i'm going to give three places to find encouragement and the first one is we find encouragement in the scriptures the word of god here it is here it is this is our book that we don't need another book as some religions have, you know, they say, "Well, this is another gospel." You know, one one of the one of the religions does that. But this is it. Praise God. 
And this will encourage you. This will meet your every need. This is God speaking to you. Amen. There's all kinds of encouraging passages. I was reading the other day about David uh, in the Old Testament. We learned so much from his life. But on this one occasion, uh, before he had gathered his strength as the full king uh, of of Israel, uh, he was out there and they were fighting with the Amalekites. And... uh, they they had gone off. All the the men had gone off someplace a battle or something, and when they got back, all their wives and their kids were gone. The Malachites had sneaked in and taken the whole families, and everybody was, you know, sad naturally and discouraged. But that's where it says David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. And I suppose. If I was sure you'd hear what I'm saying, I could end this message in just another couple of sentences. If you will encourage yourself in the Lord and strengthen yourself in the Lord, that'll take care of everything. Amen. I sometimes think we doubt the power of God. We hear preachers preach and teachers teach uh, about what God can do, and then we think, well, that sounds good, you know, but, well, uh, let's read in the Word and see how God dealt with people then, and He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, Paul prayed... uh, In Ephesians 3.16, he says that he, God, would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. I like that. He prayed that God would grant them according to his riches and glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. And then Philippians 4.13, that wonderful verse which says, I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. And this word strengthen is very much like the word encourage, the same root. And then in John, Jesus is saying, These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. And I will not leave you comfortless, and I will not let you be tempted more than you are able to bear. Praise God. Remember that sometimes temptation is powerful, sometimes sorrow is powerful, but God will not let that's his word. Amen. Amen. He will not let you be tempted above that which you are able to bear. And in your darkest hour, you realize that it is not too much. It may seem like it, but if you'll reach out to him, he will bless you and help you because he won't put on you something that is going to totally defeat you. He won't allow Satan to put on you something that will totally defeat you. If you look to him, he has given his wonderful promises. Now, the reason why some people can't draw what they need from the Bible and that is that they can't seem to understand what, that what Jesus said or the, what was written in the letters to the churches is not just for those people there. God had it recorded for us. And it's for us. What Paul is saying to the churches, that's for us. What Jesus said to the disciples and others, that is for us. And we need to learn to take the Bible very personally. Personally. You need to learn to say, this is God speaking. No, this is God speaking to me. It's a very personal thing. 
And some people, I'm afraid, never have learned that. They, they, they treat the Bible as a bunch of principles that will work, you know, with, under certain occasions. But if, if we ever come to the place where we realize this is God speaking to me. To me. Hallelujah. And, and what a blessing it is. And God can speak to us and encourage us. And, uh, let, let me tell you how to apply the Word to yourself. It's very simple when you read the Word. First of all, that's for me. God speaking to me, as I said. And when the teacher teaches, that's for me. When the preacher preaches, that's for me. Amen. Amen. That's for me. God anoints His preachers. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that in a boasting way, for goodness sake. Sometimes, sometimes I need a little more anointing to get the message across. But always remember that this is for you. And in the Sunday school class, or any class where you're studying the Word of God, that's for you. And I listen as a teacher, uh, and I'm still taking care of a class in the Porterville Church. The next. By the way, I retired. Did you know I retired? Uh, after 10 years of being the pastor of senior adults at Porterville Church of the Nazarene, I retired a couple months. I'm still there, but I retired. And before that, I had 40 years of pastoring. So after 50 years of ministry, I'm, I'm retired. Of course, since I retired in the last few months, I've done three funerals and <laughs> preached in two churches. <laughs> so somebody said, well, Pastor Tom... Does that mean that now that you're retired, that if we're sick in the hospital or something, you won't come and see us? And I said, I'm retiring, not backsliding. (laughs) And all of us just keep on working for the Lord, don't we? Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, that's how you... You, you are encouraged. You apply the word to yourself. That's God speaking to me. When I'm up here preaching, that's God speaking to me. When you're reading the Bible in your own private devo- devotions, that's God speaking to me. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. He loves you. He don't just speak to the preachers and the teachers. He speaks to you. Praise God. And a lot of times you'll get just a whole lot more just reading the Word than you will hearing the preacher preach. Amen. Because God is speaking to you. And you need to be conscious of that. And I think it's so important because as a teacher, I've heard... I've listened to the answers that I get in Sunday school class or a class I might be teaching. And somehow... Uh, when people answer it, they make it very general, you know. Well, God wants us to so-and-so. God wants us. It's not God wants us. It's God wants me. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Well, so that's where we find encouragement, through the Scriptures, the Word of God. Then the second place where we find encouragement is we look to the church for encouragement. This is God's church. This is God's plan. Some people say, well, I don't need to go to church. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. If you're part of the body. The church is the body of Christ. And the letters were written to the churches and Christ addressed the churches. 
Amen. Don't you dare say, I don't need the church because you are speaking in the face of God telling Him, I don't need your plan. I don't need people. I don't need the church. I don't need the body of Christ. And that's a terrible thing. You need it desperately. You need to be in church. See, I can get away with saying anything I want because I'm going to be gone. <laughs> you need to be in church every time the door is open. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To receive a blessing, to receive encouragement, and to be a blessing. Hallelujah. And all of you are a blessing. Well, so we look to the church. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 12, and that whole chapter you need to read. But it says, For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. And if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. Or if one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. Praise God. Praise God. If you got a headache today, I'm, I want to know about it so I can pray for you because that's me. <laughs> you understand what we're talking about. If one suffers going through a hard time, all the body suffers. And when one member is honored, uh, then all the, the, the members rejoice with it. One day I got a splinter in my finger, probably more than one day, but I remember one particular time. got a splinter in my finger, and it hurt. No, it's under the nail, you know, that really hurts. But that poor little finger didn't have to bear it alone. Next thing you know, the head came up with a plan. And uh, then the feet took off and ran to the medicine chest and got the tweezers. And the other hand picked it out! <laughs> and pretty soon it was all well again. The church is the body of Christ. Yes, amen. amen. You need to hear your preacher. You need to join in as the, the song leaders and the musicians play. And, and you need to be concerned about everybody around you, not just yourself. And we're the body of Christ. Praise God. Praise God. And when you sense that and feel that, you will be encouraged. Realize you're not alone. You're not alone. Look to the church for encouragement. There are people right in this congregation who love you and they miss you when you're absent. Amen. Isn't that right? That's right. They love you. Oh, they don't even know me. Yeah, they do. You're here. They've seen your face. You know. They don't need to know every detail about you, but they know you're here and they know when you're not here. And, uh, the church is what we look to for encouragement. Yes. Amen. By the same token, remember, you are part of the church. So part of your task, part of your ministry is to be an encourager yes. every way you possibly, possibly can. Thirdly, we look not only to the Word, not only to the church, but we look to ourselves. For encouragement. Ephesians 2 and 12 says, At that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in this world. Well, that's sad, you know that? Yes. You're, you're here in church, and maybe all of you are saved, maybe some of you aren't. But how sad 
for someone to be a stranger to the promises that God has given us. Without Christ in this world. Without hope in this world. But now, he says, in Christ Jesus, you who were once were afar off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Aren't you glad you're a Christian? You were afar off and you've been brought near. You were having no hope. I was a sinner. Destined for hell. Does that word hell scare you? It should. We don't talk much about it anymore, you know, because people might make fun of us and God forbid that anybody should make fun of us as a Christian. Huh? Yes. We need to let our light shine. We don't need to be foolish and going around telling everybody they're going to hell, but we need to be, you know. In fact, most times when people are saying that, they're cussing, you know. Go to hell. You know. <laughs> My wife is shaking her head. She's never heard me. She's never heard me say that in her life. <laughs> Well, but when we're discouraged, think about what God has done for you. No matter what you're going through, if you know Christ, no matter what you're going through, you can think about what Christ has done for you. You know, sometimes we pray for the coming of the Lord. And sometimes it's because we want to see Him, and sometimes we just want to get out of what we're going through. (laughs) And that's all right. That's all right. Well, when you're discouraged, think about what He has done for you. And then also you can be encouraged by thinking about what you've done for God. Don't be afraid to brag on yourself to yourself. (laughs) Right. Right. Lord, I'm so glad that I went to church today. I'm so glad that I sang. I'm so glad that I took part in any way I could. And encourage yourself. I'm I'm not so great, but I thank God I'm not what I used to be. Amen. Amen. Encourage yourself. See how far you've come and how God has blessed you. And Think of some of the things that you've done for the Lord. As I mentioned a while ago, I, I retired after 50, 40, 40, yeah, 50 years of ministry. And, uh, and I look back and, and it just makes me feel good <laughs> to think of some good things that God has done through me and the churches that I've pastored. And, and, and it really encourages me, you know. And you can feel the same way. You don't have to do great and mighty things for everybody to, to see, to feel good about yourself. You know when you've been a blessing to someone or when you've done something to help somebody else along the way and encourage yourself. The devil, he will always belittle you. And he will try to discourage you. He will. The devil will say, even two weeks ago, come to church. You don't do anything in church. They don't need you. What do you do? You just go and sit in the pew and go home. That's a lie. 
That's a lie. You're here today and your presence encourages all the rest of us. Yes. Encourages me because I've been here and there's only about 19 people. <laughs> well, you encourage. You could have been somewhere else, you know. You could have been home watching a basketball game or whatever is going on right now. But you're here. You're a blessing to people. Maybe you gave in the offering. I hope you did. You probably shook a few hands. Gave a few smiles. Sang along with the rest of us. Praise God. What a blessing you've been. Every single one of you. And don't let the devil tell you that you're not important. You're important. Why well, don't have an office in the church? You've got a place to sit in the church. Amen. Amen. And I'd rather have a bunch of faithful people who may not have any, any particular talent than have a few talented people that hit and miss all the time. Right. Amen. Amen. Oh, encourage yourself. Think, you know, if I wasn't here today, I'd probably be missed because you would be. You're a blessing to the church. You're a blessing to your family in, in, in lots of ways. We could go on and on. But pastor, nobody ever tells me I'm a blessing. Well, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> you are a blessing. <laughs> Praise God. And they should. But so should you tell others. Yes. You know, maybe maybe there's somebody who comes and never do anything, but they come. And you can always say, hey, it's so good to see you. I appreciate your faithfulness to our church. Yes. Amen. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. They should and tell they should encourage people, and you should encourage people. And I challenge you, if you haven't already, to tell somebody today, I'm glad you came today. Good to see you today. Whether you know them or not, that has nothing to do with it. But you're glad they came. And I'm glad you're out there for me, somebody to preach to, you know. And I've looked at every one of you. Do you know that? <laughs> it, it, that's hard to do if you're preaching in front of a thousand. <laughs> but when I have preached in front of over a thousand, I've tried to see as many as I could. I'm not preaching to the pulpit, I'm preaching to us today. So I challenge you tell somebody, I'm glad you came. Encourage somebody before you leave. Those are nice shoes you've got on there. What a nice outfit or something. There's, there's something good you can tell them. <laughs> oh, my. And look to yourself. Realize that God is using you and God is blessing you. And you're important in the kingdom and you're important to this church. You're important to the pastor and to your your friends sitting around you and to your family. There's nobody here that's more important than you. Did you know that? God doesn't say, well, here's Tom down here. He's preaching. He's pretty important. No. <laughs> that's not it at all. There's nobody in the sight of God. Nobody is more important than you are. And I say that with all sincerity and I believe it. Well, people, 
We live in a world that can cause a lot of discouragement. You know, Jesus said something. He said, you are not of this world. The world doesn't need to dictate to you how you feel and what you're going to do and who you are. The world doesn't dictate. The Bible talks about Satan as the prince and power of the air. But we don't belong to Satan. We belong to Jesus if we've known Him. And if you haven't accepted Him, I really encourage you to accept Christ Jesus. And let Him be your King instead of the old devil out there who is the prince and power of the air. How do I know? Because the Bible says it. But when we accept Christ, we have a new King. Praise God, praise God, praise God. You're not of this world. We may go through some hardships and face a lot of discouraging moments. But I challenge you then, look to the Word. See what God has to say. Look to the church. Let the church encourage you. And then, in your own thinking, look to yourself and see what God has done for you. What's the song we sing? Look what the Lord has done. You ever sing that song? Yeah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Beloved, now are we the sons of God. And it has not yet appeared what we shall be. And on and on. Praise God. Isn't it wonderful to know that you can have Christ as your Savior? Isn't it wonderful to know that He really cares about you and He wants you to be encouraged and, and He has other people who will encourage you and He has the Word, His Word to encourage you. And this Word, I'm repeating myself intentionally, this is for you. This is for you. It's for you as much as it is for anybody in this world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He speaks to you and He encourages you. And always remember, and I've used this in times where I felt discouraged. I'm not going to stand here and tell you I've never felt discouraged. (laughs) That'd be a lie. But one of the things that's one of the simple verses that always encourages me is when Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Lo, I am with you always. Praise God. Praise God. Let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for that knowledge that we can have that you will never leave us nor forsake us. And we can rise above discouragement. We can be encouraged people. Lord, I don't know if there's anyone here today that's discouraged, but I pray that some of the things that have been said and some of the scriptures that have been read will speak to that heart. Help them, Lord, to be lifted up above the shadows. Hallelujah. Oh God, if there's somebody here that doesn't know you, I pray that even in this very moment they'll say, Jesus, come into my life. Be my Savior. I don't want to serve the prince and power of the air anymore. I want to serve you. I want to be encouraged. God bless everyone that's here. Lord, my prayer right now is that no one will leave here with a discouraged heart. Oh God, may your Holy Spirit 
bless and strengthen everyone. And Lord, I want to thank you for the way that you're blessing this church. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the pastor. Oh, God. Thank you for the laborers. Thank you, Lord, for those that may not have any particular position, but they're here. Oh, God, if they weren't here, there wouldn't be anybody to sing to or preach to or take part. And we thank you so much for them. God bless us as we go forth in this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Praise